0: i <laughs> back. Alrighty, alrighty, oh guys, seriously,
1: wow, speak the word, okay, use the word of God, and you will gain much understanding uh, by using the word of God. Alright guys, normally I get five minutes before I let people start gathering in the room, There have been people who have been um, calling in on the line. Thank you so much for joining. Uh, Thank you so much for your downloads. I appreciate you so much. Uh, I was sitting here, and I was battling um, how to spell Ecclesiastes. (laughs) So I didn't want to um, give the wrong hashtag, Okay. Uh, so I was placing it in the, uh, the post for everyone to be able to come and join the meeting. And I just kept getting stuck on that one word. Um, and I was just like, oh my gosh, that's, that's not going to work. You have to do it right the first time. Okay. <laughs> so anyways, uh, thank you again for your patience It's running just a little bit late. Um, but in preparation to. Show up and show out. (laughs) In Christ, of course. Okay, guys. So, um, this afternoon's meeting was amazing, guys. Um, And I'm I'm really hoping for uh, the rest of this evening to go smooth. Um, We are studying Ecclesiastes uh this this week and next week. There are 12 chapters in the book of And then of course we're still continuing on with the Dallas Willard book called Hearing God, Developing a Conversational Relationship with God. Uh, wonderful, wonderful read. Um, okay, so I will go ahead and start with prayer and then we'll go right into it. Thank you, Lord. thank you so much. Thank you for your love, thank you for your mercy, thank you for your guidance. I'm learning so much. Continuously trying to be patient and uh, as we will be learning continually, seeking you is what brings betterment to our lives. And recognizing that we are the branches, you know, um, is important. We are from you, made by you, for you. So uh, to all the people that are joining today and all the people who are in wanting to join but can't come, and then um, those who de- deny coming Father the just ask that you be with them in their place where they are right now, standing, sitting, uh, or lying down. Wherever they are, Father, speak your word to them. Let your will be done in their lives. The people that are supposed to be here will be here. The people that are not supposed to be here in this moment are not supposed to be here. We want it to be the way that you want it to be. Um, I ask for uh, guidance towards... Uh, the people that you do want me to usher in. and I pray for your word to be done I'm thankful and in Jesus name I pray thank God amen Alrighty, guys so I am going to read the word uh from the second part of um the book, uh, Dallas Willard, Hearing God at the end um, after reading Ecclesiastes, okay? So I'm gonna go right into the video clip of Dr. Dan Darius Daniels, Uh, I'm Tired of This Church, part two, Jay Walking, part one, okay? So it's part two, because I played the beginning in the afternoon, and I'm playing, playing the second half later, which is now, okay? So I hope that you guys hear a word from the Lord and that you are uh, ministered to through this uh, teacher's teaching. And I know it's from God. Okay, here we go. How people to
0: you? How much more you have to be to pray? I'm just telling you, the next three people that jump up and turn the car wheel, that's about
2: to take my life away. I'm not touching my brother, I just don't believe that I'm going to make that. Right, And so now, when we start going off on these tangents and these extremes, you are forcing people to leave their brain in the car when they come to church. Because now they're saying, so everything that the Bible says about worshiping him with my mind, I got to leave my brain in the car to hear some of the stuff that I'm hearing. Because, I mean, you mean to tell me if I do the electric slide and the tootsie roll, God's about to wipe out all my debt? No, I need to stop. So let me... (laughs) No, no, I, but but it' but, it's, but 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 right right, so it 's nothing It's nothing is nothing about being free and being liberated from the grip of greed it is nothing about being captured in a culture of unethical capitalism i 'm not anti capitalism i 'm an ethical capitalist, I believe in capitalism capital, but but we 're being corrupted and seduced and commercialized, and then we think a cartwheel, but here it is. See, we can get away with it. Because when you're desperate, you need something to work. And you will commit to what you think might work, even if it ain't right. The problem is, it only sustains itself so long. You can only lie to me so long, and I keep doing it. After a while, I'm going to see, this not working. And the problem is, many people are abandoning the faith because they think this is what it is, when what they've been experiencing was a representation of it that was inconsistent. And Jesus is saying to us, in the midst of this confused church climate, just come to me. (laughs) Please, just come to me. And maybe this pandemic has created an opportunity To separate you from some of the dysfunction so that you can actually come to him. Maybe in the middle of this, some of us will meet Jesus. Because many of us have been yoked to a version of him. We thought it was him, but it was a, we've been yoked to a version of him that is inconsistent with the Jesus that represents himself in the Bible. Yep. Some of us have been yoked to a version of Christianity that is an absent Jesus. It's like you can go to church three months and not even hear his name. So it is a Christless Christianity. Or some of us have been yoked, watch this, uh, to a Christianity, where there's not an absent Jesus, but an American Jesus. Right? So that's a Jesus, that's a Jesus that condones our consumerism. That's a Jesus where we make him in our image instead of allowing him to make us in his. Woo! So we recreate images of him that don't accurately deflect, reflect a Middle Eastern Palestinian Jew. Because Come on. Come on. we want him to look like us. Well, he's like, no, I want you to look like me. An American Jesus that only cares about the salvation of your soul, but not the feeding of your stomach. Because Jesus of the Bible didn't just heal people, he fed them. Two fish and five loaves of bread. Come on. He helped the poor. So he didn't just care about people internally, he cared about them existentially, externally. Some of us have been yoked to an expired, an expired. So an absent Jesus, an American Jesus, or an expired or a dead Jesus which means we heard about him, but the only thing you heard was his death. He died. There's nothing wrong with that. So I'm not mocking that. He got up early, but after he got up and showed himself by many infallible truths, he went up. And when he went up on the day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit came down. Hi, I'm Michael Same. I'm the co-founder of Brew Funnels. And we have a question. Yes, sir. Yeah. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yeah. And the Holy Spirit came down not to help us die but to help us live. So many believers, if all you know about is the Jesus that died, you know how to die. You just don't know how to live. So when you die, you're going to heaven. But that's about it. But on earth, it's rough for you, and you making it rough for everybody else. <laughs> Jesus says, Come to me. Learn from me. So here's my question. I'm getting right close. Let's be honest now. This is this past, I love you. My goal is to help you, and my call is to help you grow and change. So I want you to hear my heart. This is not a condemnation. Don't feel condemned when you ever hear me speak. Feel challenged, but not condemned. Listen to me. How much do you actually know about Jesus? No, 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 no. I know the Holy Spirit. I know you know Terry, and I know you know Glossalaya, and maybe you know some things about exorcisms, and maybe you're continuationist like I am, and you believe, the, you believe in the perpetuity of spiritual gifts, and so maybe you're familiar with spiritual gifts and ministry gifts, and maybe you believe in apostolic gifting and prophetic gifting, not big A. There's only one big, I mean, one group of big A apostles. That's the original 12. Uh, but little A apostles, those with apostolic gifting and prophetic gifting and evangelistic gifting, maybe you know all that. That's, that's great, y'all. I'm not saying that's not important. Here's my question, though. How much do you actually know about Jesus? Because listen to me. Jesus said, he who has seen me has seen the Father. So God, watch this. God sends Jesus so that we know what God's like. You got me? Listen to me. Jesus is not just like God. God is like Jesus. Remember Muzzy then? Say hello to Muzzy now. God's like, if I don't send you Jesus, all y'all going to be doing all kinds of stuff and saying is me. You're going to call a lot of stuff godly that's not godly. That's how we get into some of these extremes in church, right? Like even some people's definition of holiness, they're like, holiness, 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 holiness. All right, the Bible gives the instruction for holiness, but Jesus is the example of holiness. So the question is, is your holiness more reflective of the tribe and the denomination you're a part of, or is it similar to the holiness demonstrated by Jesus, who actually was holy and had a life? Woo! Had a (laughs) he was holy and he actually had a life and he hung out with friends and he went to dinner parties and y'all and he took naps and he walked with his disciples and he rode on boats. (laughs) We made holiness a prison. Because we learned a lot of scriptures, but we don't know Jesus. Jesus doesn't influence the way we see our resources. Jesus doesn't influence the way we treat people. Jesus, it's, it's, you know, that's why we can just like kind of skip over the forgiving people and like loving your enemies part. And it's like, because it's like, I'm, I'm saved, but I'm yoked to an expression of church. That is Christless. I'm tired of that church. It don't work. It work. I, see, I, I don't know if y'all can handle my honesty. There have been times, not recently because I don't do it anymore, but there'll be times I'll be sitting in conferences like, why am I here? Y'all not talking to me. Let me go this. To- <laughs> I said there are times I will be sitting in conferences like, why am I here? I'm thirsty. They don't want me to drink water in here. I'm hungry because they've had me here three and a half hours. And I can't eat this situation. And I'm not anti-long service. It's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, this was never this was intended to be a progressive journey. What does Paul say? Faith to faith. Glory to glory. I'm not supposed to hit a hamster's wheel. where I feel like this is just the same thing, a different year. And if all my faith is about is just like living right then at some point you're never going to be perfect but you you can master that a little bit but if my faith is like about like becoming like jesus it's going to take my whole life it's going to take your whole life to really love your enemies like whew, i gotta do that too yeah it was like yeah pray for them that use you it's like i ain't there yet
0: true.
2: that takes your whole life that is what you really need the Holy Spirit for, not just for lively church. You're not
0: Julius Caesar, okay? No, I'm not. You didn't think.
2: And Jesus says, if you come to me, I'm gonna give you rest. But this is what's dope when you release yourself from whatever you yoked up to and you yoke up with Jesus yoking up with Jesus is actually freedom he's like if you yoke up with me you're going to be freer than you've ever been right right because when you connect with Jesus and you yoke up with him it doesn't make you bound it sets you free and every restriction he puts on your life is a restriction to protect your freedom not to diminish it he's like i told you don't do, don't do that don't do that why not because i'm trying to stop your freedom i'm trying to protect it three things are going to happen number one when you do this when you come to him the first thing he's going to do is it's going to free you from worry it's going to free you from worry why because coming to jesus releases you from the yoke of the law that's performance oriented spirituality and that's what many people are okay who really take the faith seriously you slide into performance-oriented spirituality. It's in the new covenant, so you're a new covenant Christian, but you're serving in your head an old covenant God that's waiting on you perform, waiting on you to perform before He approves you. And so, some of you can't even recover from your mistakes, like you can, because you don't believe that His forgiveness is final. And so, you're still punishing yourself three days and three years and six years over something that he said when I forgave you, I meant it. Jesus. But that old yoke of religion will have you condemned about something where, when, when Paul says, now if you're in Christ, there's no condemnation. If you're in church, you probably can get some." Yeah, in church you're gonna get a lot of it, but in Christ, none. You repent, you pivot, you forget, you press. You repent, you pivot from the behavior. You forget those things that are behind you, you press. That's in Christ. It frees you from worry. You don't have to worry about am I accepted? Does God love me? How does he feel about me today? I had a bad week. Has God's love toward me changed? It frees you from worry. You know, I'm accepted in the beloved. Number two, it liberates you from the need to hurry. I'm gonna talk to you about this later in this series. I'm talking to you about the pace of Jesus. Everywhere he went, he walked. And he accomplished more in three years than I would in three lifetimes. He never ran some of you are too anxious it's walking season yeah. you can get there walking if you walk with jesus now if you walk on your own i don't know if you some some people are running because you're running on your own because if you yoked up with jesus he's not running walking so i can get you there without killing yourself i can get you there without killing your relationships i can get you there without being miserable i can make up lost time walking i feel it when the disciples were on that sea they had hours ahead of him he went to pray and he came walking on the water they had been rowing for hours and he caught up with them walking because he can help you catch up walking some of you about to kill yourself trying to catch up and he's like if you yoke with me i'll walk you down (laughs) and you'll make up for lost time I speak that over somebody right here that is dealing with worry and anxiety about being behind schedule and you've been running like not running physically but in your heart you've been running there's this anxiousness about catching up I'm telling you Jesus is about to walk you there and all of a sudden you're gonna look around and you're gonna wonder how did I get here you got here because you got yoked up with the right one I'm telling you what I know. I'm telling you what I'm living. I'm telling you what I'm living. Everywhere I've been, Jesus walked me there. When I ran, I got nowhere. I was running. I was running and sweating, but I was running nowhere. Everywhere I ended up, Jesus walked me there. I had this opportunity come to me this week, this amazing opportunity this week. I think I got the call like uh, Wednesday. I'm driving to an appointment Wednesday. I get a call and this, <laughs> the person says, I was just praying this morning and I thought about you. That's what God will do. He'll just start. You talk, you talk about name drop. See, you don't have to name drop. When you walk with Jesus, Jesus a name drop for you. He'll start dropping your name. <laughs> He'll start dropping your name on people's heart. Say, so call them. Because the third thing it does is it keeps you from being blurry. When you're walking with him, you know, I miss no opportunity. So I, I don't have to be blurry about what God wants to do with my life and what I'm supposed to be doing and what route right I'm... When, when I'm yoked up with Him, everything I miss ain't mine. Come on. If, I, if I'm walking with Him, if I miss it, that's not mine. Yes, sir. But he's going to lead me to green pastures and besides still water. So I'm done, but I have a question for you. Are you tired of that kind of church? Are you tired of that expression of spirituality? Are you ready to radically (laughs) pivot and follow in the footsteps of Jesus? Because that this means you not only walk in a different direction from culture, it means you you may also from time to time, walk in a different direction than church.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Are you ready for that? Mm -hmm. Because if you won't rest, Jesus is saying, come to me. Your days of restlessness are coming to an end. Say it again. Your days of restlessness are coming to an end. I feel the power, your days of restlessness are coming to an end. So Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I pray for every person that hears you in the midst of this message. I pray that our eyes would be opened i pray that our heart of stone will become a heart of flesh pliable flexible moldable open to how you want to reintroduce us to you i pray against attitudes and spirits of familiarity the idea that we know all there is to know about you I pray for hearts filled with humility. For you said, unless we become like a child, we cannot enter into. kingdom of heaven give us a childlike humility and childlike awe and childlike wonder and childlike inquisitiveness and curiosity when it comes to you give us the heart to learn about you all over again we don't want to just learn about you father we want to learn from you show us jesus show us jesus i've seen church i want to see jesus i've sang songs but i want to see jesus i've served in ministry but i want to see jesus church has taken me as far as it could take me i need jesus you want to see Lord, would you give us rest? So we take your yoke upon us. And over the course of these next several weeks, we will learn from you. For your yoke is easy. Your burden is light. In Jesus name. Amen.
0: There's a pattern to genius. There's a method behind the magic. Hmm. Oh, glory, glory, glory! Thank you, thank you Thank you so much to all the listeners and everyone listening. It's seven forty-one
1: p.m. Forty-one minutes into the hour. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for trusting my Lord uh, to allow yourself entry into His great mysteries. I'm going to stay up on this uh, series. I um, apologize for the interruptions of the commercials, but they've got to pay the bills. <laughs> um, and uh, we need this word. This comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. I'll go ahead and do disclaimer right now. I do not own the rights to music being played, videos being played, books being read. Anything that I am using as a tool to share the good news on me. And a lot of uh, people
0: say, share it, pass it
1: so it's important that I spread the good news by any means necessary, any and, and, and through any avenue that will allow us to all be ministered to by God. Okay, um, and and that's why we are His vessels. Okay. Uh, That word says so much to me, you know, and I'm someone who believes that the Lord's will will be done, and I believe that very, very much. He is in control of everything, so everything that is done within a 24-hour period that um, we're blessed to live, uh, anything can be happening, and we've got to pay attention to what's going on around us who we're attached to, and uh, who wants to attach to us. So if it's a good good, um, friend who is telling you the wrong thing, then okay, you get away from them on that subject. Let them know where where you stand and what you believe, and hopefully they will get a grip from that and allow themselves to... Gain some
0: understanding.
1: Okay. All right, guys. So that was Dr. Darius Daniels. I'm tired of this church. Part two of jaywalking part one. So I will keep you up to date. And I will make sure that you have a link where you can watch it at your own convenience that's very important to me, that you get all the understanding you can get by reading and or, uh, all
0: right, let me see.
1: Okay, so we're gonna go right over into reading Ecclesiastes chapter one, okay, Uh, so before we do that, I'm going to go ahead and bring up the word of the day, the word of the day, okay, all right, the word of the day is coming from Psalms 119 verse 18. And what I say about these verses and the word that is used for the day, please, 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 oh, please go back and read the full chapter so that you can have a full understanding as we rightly divide the word truth. Okay? Open my eyes so that I can see the wonderful truths in your law. Read
0: the full chapter. Casperis, well, okay um
1: what happened okay my son is laughing you guys are probably hearing that he's probably laughing at me okay guys
0: um i'm gonna go
1: right into reading enthusiasts. okay guys Bear with me. My son is hilarious. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna break ahead and be transparent. <laughs> so what just happened is, uh, I have sleep
2: apnea guys,
1: okay? There, you have it, it's out little open, okay? I have sleep apnea and I just fell asleep on you guys, and my son is laughing at me because I fell asleep. Okay, guys, I will explain a little bit more about that later, um, but yes, I did just fall asleep, so uh, I apologize for that, guys.
0: Ah, Jesus,
1: it's been a long day, it's been a long day. So let me go ahead and
0: uh, read this for you,
1: okay? Uh, I was gonna have to explain it to you anyway eventually, but I didn't want it to be that way. So, but there, there you have it. You know that I have sleep up there now. So I fell asleep. All right, guys. <laughs> so let's get back on track here. Reading Ecclesiastes 1. Okay. Whew, it's been a long day. All right. Everything is meaningless. These are the words of the teacher. He was the son of God, David, he was also the king in Jerusalem. Meaningless. Everything is meaningless, says the teacher. Everything is completely meaningless. Nothing has any meaning. What do people get for all their work? Why do they work so hard on this earth? People come and people go. But the earth remains forever. The sun rises, then it sets. And then it hurries back to where it rises. The wind blows to the south,
0: then
1: it turns to the north. Around and around it goes. It It will always return to where it started. Every stream flows into the ocean, but the ocean never gets full. The streams return to the place they came from. All things are tiresome. They are more tiresome than anyone can say. But our eyes never see enough of anything. Our ears never hear enough. Everything that has ever been will come back again. Everything that has ever been done will be done again. Nothing is new on earth. There isn't anything about which someone can say, look, here's something new. It was already here long before. It was here before we were. No one remembers the people of long ago. Even those who haven't been born yet won't be remembered. By those who will be born after them. Wisdom is meaningless. Okay, guys. Okay, I, the teacher, was king over Israel and Jerusalem. I decided to study these carefully, okay? I used my wisdom to check everything out. I looked into everything that is done on earth. What a heavy load God has put on human beings. I've seen what, it do, what is done on this earth. All of it is meaningless. It's like chasing the wind. People can't straighten things that are crooked. They can't count things. They don't even exist. I said to myself, look, I've now grown wiser than anyone who ruled over Jerusalem in the past. I have a lot of wisdom and knowledge. Then I use my mind to understand what it really means to be wise. And I wanted to know what foolish pleasure is all about but I found out that it's also like chasing the wind. A lot of humans whisper, wh- a lot of human wisdom leads to a lot of sorrow. More knowledge only brings more sadness. All right, guys. Uh, I hope that you go back and read this for yourselves. That was chapter one and next week we will be on chapter three because i will be doing chapter two on friday uh and we do um we do uh three shows a week uh mondays at noon pacific 3 p.m eastern and mondays at night at 7 p.m uh pacific and 10 p.m eastern okay and fridays at 7 p.m. in the Pacific and 10 p.m. Eastern. Okay, guys. So I thank you so much for your patience. We are now at 7.53 p.m., 53 minutes into the hour. I'm going straight over. We're just moving right along, and I love that. Um, We're moving right along. Yes. So, Dallas Willard, Hearing God, pages 50 to 55.
0: Okay. So, I will be sharing that on the screen.
1: Thank you. And, guys, this book is such an awesome read, and I really encourage you guys to take the time and, you know, go and purchase the book. It is beautiful, okay? It is called Hearing God, Developing A Conversation, Conversation
0: Relationship.
1: I'm typing it in the chat room with God, okay? By Dallas, Lewis. okay? It's a beautiful read, guys. And I hope you have been, you know, um, ministered to by us reading it all together uh, and and by me showing you on the screen. Okay? Alrighty. So, um, earlier today, we were on the pages before this, uh, which brought us to uh, reflect, uh, meditateo, um, respond, pray, or, or tell, and rest, contemplation, contemplate, okay, so we want to, we want to reflect, which is meditation, and we want to respond, which is orientation, and then we want to rest, contemplate on what we heard, okay, so it is very important that we do this, guys. Um, it will help us, you know, uh, to ask ourselves some questions, right? All okay, right, so you will have to go back and listen to that replay to uh, listen to that one. So I'm just gonna proceed over, guys, okay? All righty, the strength of, of true meekness, okay? Now, I wanna go back over here to... Um, speak about the the, the steps that, that he gave okay reflect read the passage again slowly as you do so and for a few minutes afterwards reflect on one of the following the word or phrase that stood out to you why do you think these words res- resonated with you Who or what you found yourself to be in the passage? How does it feel to be this person or object? What draws you? What are the thinking? What are you thinking or feeling about God? Excuse me, guys. Give yourself a few minutes to do this. Then ask God, how does this connect with my life today? What do I need to know or be or do? Hello, hello, hello. All right, so respond, pray. After reading the passage one last time, talk to God about what you think the spirit might have said to you or what came to you. Pray in whatever way you are led. You might thank God for something or ask God for something rest, okay, which is contemplation, okay, do as you are led, you may wish to wait on God to simply be with God, you may wish to pay attention to God, pondering especially, how did God sing in the passage, what about God makes you want to worship him, or at least be with him, sit in the companionship of God. The one who invites you to come away and be with him. The strength of true meekness. Here we go, guys. In seeking and receiving God's word to us, we must also seek and receive the grace of humility. Our being humble allows God to speak to us because he knows we will not misuse his word. Lack of humility creates problems. People have gifts of the Spirit without the fruit of the Spirit. God reproached Miriam and Aaron. Miriam and Aaron spoke against Moses because of the Cushite woman whom he had married, for he had indeed married a Cushite woman. And they said, Has the Lord spoken only through Moses? Has he not spoken through us also? He, (laughs) has he, not spoken through us also and the lord heard it now the man moses was very humble more so than anyone else on the face of the earth numbers chapter 12 1 through 3 and again i say please read the full chapter guys really it will benefit you miriam and aaron wanted god to legitimize their position insisting that he spoke to them also but they weren't in tune with what God wanted done, but only with what they wanted done. In this passage, God explains his policy about humility and hearing him. Humility is a quality that opens a way for God to work because, No, no. okay, let's see here. In this passage, God explains his policy about humility and hearing him. Humility is a quality that opens the way for God to work because God resists the proud. First Peter five and five. Moses was one of the most humble, least presumptuous human beings who ever walked the earth, and Moses also may be the, full, the all-time record holder for lengthy conversations with God. If there were such a category in Genesis World Records books, Moses would certainly head the list certainly a connection existed between his meekness and his, what's between his meekness and his close working and talking relationship with God Psalms 25 verse 9 says oh God he leads the humble in the what in what is right and teaches the humble his way He leads the humble in what is right and teaches the humble his way. In this book, George Muller of Bristol, A.T. Pearson, comments on this verse for the Psalms in a way that both elaborates the present point and will prove highly and useful. Her... Her, I he leads the humble in what is right, and Jesus the humble his way. Right. In the book by George Mueller of Bristol, A.T. Pearson comments on this verse from the Psalms in a way that both elaborates the present point and will prove highly useful later in this book. Here is a double emphasis upon meekness as a condition of such guidance and teaching meekness is a real preference for god's will where this holy habit of mind exists the whole being becomes so open to impression that without any outward sign or token there is an inward recognition and choice of the way the will of god god guides not by a visible sign but by swaying the judgment to wait before him weighing candidly in the scales every consideration for or against a proposed course and in the readiness to see which way the preponderance lies is a frame of mind and heart in which one is fitted to be guided and God touches the scales and makes the balance to go away so he can so So he, wait, as he will, but our hands must be off the scales. Otherwise, we need expect no interposition of his or our favor. Oh, Jesus. God will gladly give humility to us if trusting and waiting on him to act. We refrain from pretending we are what we know we are not. Amen. From pursuing a favorable position for ourselves and from pushing or trying to override the will of others Mm -mm -mm. this is a fail safe recipe for humility try it for one month money back guaranteed if it doesn't work (laughs) try it guys seriously guideline three hearing god doesn't make us righteous Uh uh-oh This subject of humility brings us to the third preliminary truth that we must keep constantly before us in our search for a word from God. When God speaks to us, it does not prove that we are righteous or uh, uh So when God speaks to us, it does not prove that we are righteous or even right. It does not even prove that Read Okay. The infallibility of the messenger and the message does not guarantee the infallibility of our reception. okay? The infallibility of the messenger. And the message does not guarantee the infallibility of our reception. Humility is always in order. This is an especially important point to make sense. Um, The appeals. God told me, or the Lord led me, are commonly used by the speaker to prove that I am right. That you should follow me. Or even that I should get my way. Once and for all, let us say that no such claim is automatically justified. Amen. Rightly divide that as well. This is such a common misunderstanding for seeking divine instruction that some may say, what is the use of it then? Why should God speak to me or I listen if I will not give, it, it will not give me un, unquestionably, unquestionable authority and absolutely ensure that I am on the right track? In the chapters that follow, I hope to offer a fully satisfactory response to this question. We shall then have to examine the issue of authority and of being right in the relation of hearing God's voice. But in our efforts to comprehend what an individual word from God is and how it works, we must never lose sight of the fact that God's purposes are not merely to support us or make us look and feel secure in our roles, or to make sure that we are right. Indeed, being right is one of the hardest burdens humans being have to bear, okay? And few succeed in the bearing up under it gracefully. Help me, Jesus. There is a little play card, play card. I have seen that reads, Lord, when we are wrong, make us willing to change. And when we are right, make us easy to live with. ooh we. A very wise prayer, Lord, when we are wrong, make us willing to change. And when we are right, make us easy to live with. Oh, God. Paul the apostle has warned us that knowledge puffs up, whereas love builds up. And no one knows anything as well as they ought to know it. 1 Corinthians chapter 8, verses one through two, okay, guys, please read that, all right, okay, here we go, this is so, it seems even if we are hearing God, the voice of God we seek to hear in the way of Christ is only one part of a life of humility, power, faith, and helpful love, these final overall character, uh, is life with God in the embrace of Him. Everlasting arms. Deuteronomy thirty-three twenty-seven King James Version. Chapter three will offer a clear picture of what experience of that life is like, or how it is that we are to be with God and God with us. So chapter three will offer a clear picture of what the experience of that life is like or how it is that we are to be with God and God with us, okay? It is uh, eight minutes past the hour, 8.08 p.m., and I will continue on guys. This is the end. Some topics for reflection, okay? Why does the Step for Wives robotic-like model of human relationships seem attractive to some people? What are its strengths and weaknesses? Number two, does the picture of love as a way of being with fit into what you have experienced in your life? Think of all the types of relationships in which love plays a role. Number three, discuss or reflect privately on the idea that one of God's main tasks is to see to it that no one gets away with anything, a Mm, mm, taskmaster. Number four, what is the relationship between communion, communication, and guidance in human affairs? Say, between a mother and a daughter, or between friends. To what extent would this carry over or not carry over to God and his children? Number five, do you see inherent conflicts between being spoken to by God and meekness or humility? What must be understood in order to resolve those conflicts? Number six, which of the three General guidelines for hearing from God in this chapter helps clear up any questions, or doubts, or misunderstandings you may have had. Okay. So I'm gonna go um, back to where that begins. Okay. Okay. I'm just uh, turning the pages back to um, where it began. So, um, guideline one love God with all of our being. Okay. That's the task number one. Uh, Guideline number two mere humans can talk with God. And uh, of course, Number three. Yeah. Hearing God doesn't make us righteous. Ooh, Amen. Okay. So, you... I'm so glad, glad that you guys can like rewind and stuff like that. Um, thank you for your patience, guys. <laughs> we made it. Um, we are now in chapter three. So, oh my goodness, I cannot wait. Everyone, thank you so much for your patience with me. I'm gonna repeat that over and over again. This was a very eventful day. Um, <laughs> I revealed some private information to you guys today because my son laughed me out of it. <laughs> I wasn't ready to talk to you guys about that, but so be it. It is done. So uh, continue to pray for me. Uh, pray for this uh, ministry of sharing the gospel uh, any way we possibly can. That would be greatly appreciated so much. I love you guys. But it is God who loves you the most. Okay?
0: So, Father God, touch right now in the name of Jesus.
1: Let your will be done, Father God. We are thanking you right now for a meeting, a word for those who will be listening at nighttime. Father God, touch their minds and hearts and their ears so that they can hear this great word from you and that they will want to practice being closer to you and hearing more from you in Jesus' name. I pray,
0: thank God.
1: Alrighty guys. I will see you guys soon. Take
0: care.